What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. But what did you think of the story? And I I was reading uh, David Lombardi, your colleague at The Athletic, writing about Wes Welker as a potential wide receiver coach for the 49ers. Can I tell you? I, I have to admit this. When I saw 49ers Wes Welker, my first thought was, oh, damn. Like, I didn't know Wes was still playing. Like, I really did think that for a second. And I was like, oh, wait, he's been coaching. Okay, never mind. Well, I just remember Hard Knocks. He was a part of it. Uh, Not a big part, but I just remember seeing him. Uh, My first response was just like, I text someone with the Niners, and I said, don't you guys already have the market cornered on 510 white guys? (laughs) Because if you go to Kyle's staff, and I don't know any of them personally, but he's got about five or six that look all the same, right? They're kind of interchangeable pieces. And as I heard back, like their coaches are coached interchangeably. Like Kyle's guys can coach, and this is a good thing for them, and, and I think their future is they don't get pigeonholed. Like in, like they just kind of rotate, like quarterbacks, wide receivers, uh, tight ends, the passing game. Like they're all kind of integrated in each other. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that they looked at Wes Walker like a really good coach. They just kind of the mindset of you can never have enough good coaches. I, I personally don't like I think that gets a little complicated sometimes. Like I, I'm more maybe old school, like I more defined roles. But clearly some of these coaching staffs nowadays, maybe I'm out of the loop. Uh they they're all about that. I I'm not saying like. Do you know who has the smallest coaching staff in the league? Is in the fewest people. Bill yeah. Belichick. By, yeah, I've read by far, and it makes sense, right? Because you got to pay Bill. Well, that. But it's just I. I think he doesn't value like what. What do I need seven? Like what the fuck are they doing? Right. Like, I, my wide receiver coach coach the wide receivers. My offensive line coach has an assistant offensive line. Like it's just pretty set. Like you get. I mean, you and I, you, we've been at practices, and you go to more college practices than I go to. It's just like, God, Jesus Christ. I mean, I've heard the, the all-timer is it's kind of crazy because they're so interconnected. Is You go to Saban's practice, you're like, who are 
all these people. Well, it's like a who's who. You know who they are because they're all former well, head yeah, coaches. They're all famous, but it's just like, <laughs> what is Marv Levy doing? Like, <laughs> Marv, Marv Levy's running the cards. It's like, what is what's Jones doing? Oh, he's giving Jalen Hurts water. But I, I, I'm well, serious. I've heard it's just, you know, it's what's, like, Jesus Christ. You know what somebody told me the other day? I didn't know this. Did you know this? We were talking, you and I were talking about, like, why would Tosh Lupoy take a D-line job with the Browns? Well, somebody told me that nobody knew. No one, they didn't tell anybody. But they took play-calling duties from him, like, week three of the season. Like, people kept calling him the defensive coordinator at Alabama, but he was Who did not. Nick, Nick, oh, Nick did? Yeah, they gave that. it to another guy. Like, but Tosh was not calling defenses by the by week three or week four or something like that. But there's just so many guys there that they can swap it out, and you don't even... Like, they just have somebody else that's going to call defense all of a sudden. Well, like, they got Mel Tucker, or they got, you know, Joe Blow, you know, they got Steve Sarkeesian. They, and that's the one thing I've always heard. And, and here, maybe this is the mindset, and this just hit me live, just the mind working. Okay. Uh, no CBD, just fresh on Red Bull. That Nick, what I've heard he's best at, like, people do rave that he always has a guy, like, he's so ahead of the curve. Now he also has the cash that he knows he's going to lose guys. So when he loses said coach, he's got the next guy already kind of groomed in the position. Right. 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 So when Tosh leaves, he already had a guy like Butch Jones or the equivalent on defense. Well, Kyle clearly is going to lose some of these guys. Right. They tried to just steal two of them and he denied them. Uh, LaFleur's brother and McDaniels. Mike, the guy, Mike I don't know if Mike, people remember, he was the guy, the famous guy, not famous, but had a drinking problem. They saved him in Atlanta, but he's like this really bright guy. He's like Kyle's right-hand guy. Right. Those guys are going to be gone. So if you have Welker on the staff, you're already kind of equipped when he goes to make that guy the quote-unquote offensive coordinator or whatever. And if you're Wes, you're like, well, I'm going to get a lot of credit. Like I'm kind of capped out if I'm Bill O'Brien's guy and there are other guys like I, I, I'm i just an assistant to a position coach. Like if I become an assistant here, well, these guys are going to leave and then I'll become it. Maybe that's his thinking and maybe that's Kyle's thinking. Yeah, I, you know, I think that, again, that just hit me live. That's the brain working. That's just flow. It's good flow, John. It's really good flow. And I think there's there's something to that. Um because he had to deny uh, two guys this year. Right. So he knows he can only you can only hold them off. I mean, you can keep holding them off, I guess, but. At some point. Well, not not if they don't sign extension. If they just play out the contract, they're eventually going to just become, become a free, free agent. agent. Right. Um, so that's a great call. I think you're on wouldn't something. You, wouldn't you say I if the Niners are successful this year, they're going to lose some guys? Yeah, they weren't successful this year, and people wanted their coaches. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. So, um, But I think with <laughs> Imagine a seven-win season. Might uh, lose half the staff. A buddy of mine asked me the other day, he's like, do you think Memphis has the most expensive basketball staff in the history of sports? Like college, ba- not most expensive. Sorry, let me rephrase that. The richest, the richest staff. I was like, ah, oh, maybe. Like, well, we looked today, you and I. Penny Hardaway made 120 million, and Mike Miller sneaky made 93 million dollars, and he's on the Memphis staff. Which Penny Hardaway said today, like everyone else is jealous of all our NBA experience. And Sam Mitchell's on their staff too. Sam made 12 million as a player, but then was an NBA head coach for five years, so making a couple million a year. So probably combined, they have about 240 million dollars. I mean, so it might be the richest college basketball staff ever assembled. Um, I, like, Don't you think like Calipari or K have made like 100 million dollars individually? Well, that's true. That is true. That's that's where it's a little. That's where it gets a little skewed. But maybe like pre that arrival at that, we can. We can move the goalposts on that. It, but my point is, here's sure. my point. When you're an NFL player, or when you're a, co- a player in general, you make a lot of money. A lot of money. And I do think for some guys, when you're good and you've made a lot of money, getting straight into the grind of 
coaching football is probably unattractive because a you're taking a pay cut and b you're like well I, I love being the guy but i don't really want to be the assistant wide receiver coach and take 16 years to work my way up well all of a sudden if you're wes welker if you're a guy that's 37 38 39 you're looking around going guys my age are becoming head coaches and i played these guys didn't even play i played i can be a head coach in five years if i know what i'm doing well Maybe who do you think less. welker's teammate was at texas tech Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. How much do you think Welker, I just looked it up, made in his career? Uh, great question. This is harder with – I feel like this is easier with NBA salaries. Uh, what was his last year playing, 2016? 15. 15. How many years in the league? 10? 11? Uh, a lot. 04 to 15. Okay. So like 12. Uh, I'm going to say he made – 90 million dollars 40 holy shit that was way off well he was an undrafted free agent so his okay. first four years he banked like you know what's crazy when he first got in the league an undrafted free agent the minimum he made 230 grand now he might have been a practice squad player that first year and then he went yeah so he might he didn't start making big money till New England signed him and then he went like six spot. He didn't make that much cash. I mean, he made a shitload of cash, but I'm just saying relative to like, I, I also think when you think Wes Welker and there are just some of these guys, like if you, if you looked, I bet Mike Vrabel made like $40 million, right? Yeah. He made a lot. Just some of these guys, if you're going to become coaches in 2019 or 2025 and you played in the two thousands and you were semi successful player in basketball Football on a lower level, if you're not a quarterback, you're going to have made some money, right? It's going to be a little skewed now moving forward. Because like you said, players have always gone into coaching or executive. Like, it's just been a natural – because guys, it's just their life. They love it. Like, Elway's doing it – Elway's not doing this for the money. Like, he does it for the juice. This is – it makes him money. Yeah, Elway like, had the money with car dealerships. It wasn't yeah, he didn't that. need the money. He's doing – like, Peyton Manning's going to get back involved. Like, Kobe one day will be an owner. Michael owns the team. they they got to be around. It's their life. Well, the more and more like guys that aren't going to be owners, but coaches and execs are just going to be richer moving forward. Like there are just going to be a lot more Wes Welkers, whoever that guy is. And I, I would say in in basketball and football moving forward, right? Just where you're like, God, that guy made fifty million dollars in his coach. Just because if you played ten years in the NBA, the NBA is going to be crazier. But I again, I think part of this is. I'm willing to do it, but I don't want to spend 10 years being somebody's assistant. I think part of what makes it more attractive is what you're talking about. I can have the juice of being the guy or the offensive coordinator. Damon Stoudemire is actually, you know, he coaches at University of Pacific and by all accounts doing a pretty good job. He's the head coach? He's the head basketball coach. At, at the University of Pacific? I yes. did not know that. He wears incredible suits on the sidelines. He's a rich guy. He's got money. But he's a head coach. Like being a, You see this all the time. Like head coaches, it's just hard to go back. Well, so think about Wes, that. That guy's probably made up. I would imagine Damon Sotomayor was eighty to hundred million dollars. He's living right now in Stockton at a non-power five college team. That's pretty nuts. Like that clearly shows he likes coaching, right? You yeah. would not do that if you didn't, right? And he, well, he had been an assistant right for a while at Arizona. He had been an assistant, yes, correct. So he, you know, I, I think some of these guys get to the point where they just desire. You and I have talked to enough. He made a hundred million. He made ninety nine million dollars to sit at the front of the table, and even if that means moving from fucking Tucson to 
Stockton, because again, he looks at it, well, if I just have one season where I make the tournament, I will get a Pac-12 job, right? Hell, I might get the Arizona job when Sean Miller leaves, right. if he leaves, right? Right. Why wouldn't he? If, if Pacific were to make the tournament and Sean Miller were to leave, you don't think Damon Sotomayor would get an interview? Or w- Welker, I, I tweeted this kind of joking around. Is Wes Welker three years away from getting head coaching interviews? Look how fast it happened for Vrabel, guy. You know, I do think there's an overrated part. Uh, not overrated, sorry, overlooked. I've overlooked it until this very second with Wes Welker, which is this. We spend so much time talking about what a guy's next job is, particularly with NFL assistants. Like, we did. John Filippo, surefire head coach, is about to happen. But we got to talk about the job they have. And the fact is the 49ers used a second-round pick on a wide receiver. They need their receivers to be better. What if Wes Welker is a good wide receiver coach, John? What if he's a really good wide receiver coach? That has nothing. That doesn't prevent him from being an offensive coordinator or head coach. It only helps. But I'm just saying, in 2019, what if he's a really good wide receiver coach? What if he helps Dante Pettis become a better player? Like, he's paid for himself whether he becomes an offensive coordinator or not, whether he becomes a head coach one day or not. That's a valuable commodity. 100%. And Kyle might be looking at it like, Maybe that's a position that when I, he was an offensive coordinator, he got to spend a little more time with. Like that was one of his babies. And he does just, it's harder when you're the head coach, right? He's like, I just don't get to enough time. I need more help there. That's maybe an area of weakness, just weakness. We just want to, we want to make it an area of strength. Yeah. Plus, I know I'm going to lose guys. Yeah. No, I, I think it's a big, big part of that. And it's just kind of, you got a New England guy in there. That can't hurt either. No. The one thing you'd say about Wes Welker is he played with two guys that valued him a lot, that are arguably two of the smartest football guys in the history of the league, right? In Peyton and and Brady. Like, they didn't just, they loved him. Like, he was their guy. He was Brady's guy. I mean, he was the better version of Edelman. He was fucking incredible. Was he if there, he, wait a second, was he there with Jimmy? Uh, no. His last year in New England, remember, got a little ugly there at the end, was 12. So and Jimmy came, was Carr's year, 14. His last year in New England was 12? Yeah, then he spent two years in, in Denver. One other note on this, but first, John, let's tell everybody about Sherry's Berries. It, Valentine's Day is nearly here. Sherry's Berries have been a part of my Valentine's Days now for several years because I've been buying Sherry's Berries. Great to have them on the podcast again. Um, it is a must-give, and this is so easy, and it's going to be loved, and it's great because you can get it for uh, somebody in your life that you live with, maybe a wife, your girlfriend. You can get it for your mom. It's a great gift. Get it sent across the country. I actually do both um, because I get to eat them when they come to my house, and I know my mom loves them. So uh, right now you can get it on the action. When you go to berries.com, click the microphone, and use the promo code HAM. Guy dipped in milk, dark, and white chocolatey goodness. The white chocolate oh, ones the strawberry? are just... Oh, yeah. oh God, they're good. Uh, <laughs> just the top with chocolate chips... Uh, glitter sprinkles, always fresh, always tasty, always worth the wait, guy. We got a couple coming to us, like you said. I can't wait. They arrive fresh with a hundred percent Sherry's berries guaranteed. Ships anywhere nationally. Give sweet somethings to your long distance love if she's not with you. Hell, That's do right. it for your mom. Uh, they arrive fresh with a one hundred percent Sherry's berries guarantee. You never go wrong with the signature dipped strawberries and get you can get take get and take get it taken care of if i could talk right now while you're listening to the podcast um you click on the microphone use the promo code ham the berries start at just 19.99 plus shipping and handling and 
John, you can also add, make the Valentine's Day special, add a dozen red roses for $19.99 more, shipped with the Sherry's Berries at no extra charge. So, guys, just go to berries.com, click on the microphone, top right-hand corner, enter promo yep. code HAM at checkout. That's B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Click the microphone, enter promo code HAM, order today. Yeah, don't don't let time waste. Here's your uh, follow-up on Damon Stoudemire, by the way. Apparently, Damon tweeted yesterday that he ran into somebody at the airport that said that he went to the University of Arizona. This is the tweet. Guy in the airport said he went to U of A and enjoyed watching me play. Then he said that I almost hit him in B- in my BMW by the stadium in 93. Said he said finished with that he'd never seen a college team that had so many guys with nice whips. Then Greg Anthony retweets it and says, damn, he never saw the Rebels play? <laughs> then Nick Van Exel chimes in and goes, damn, we didn't even have cars. Shake my head at Cincinnati. Where did Nick Van Exel go to school? Uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, I, I think it's safe to say in like between 90 and 95 – UNLV before Tark left, and then Loot when he really got the thing rolling, operated a little NBA style. Because I'll never forget Rich Ellerson told me, who coached the Desert Swarm teams at Arizona, the really good Dick Tomey, yeah. uh, mid-90s, Teddy Bruschi, all those type guys. They were really good. Deuce, uh, not Deuce McAllister, but one of the McAllisters that played corner at uh, for the Ravens on that really good defense. Said that he remembers, and back then, call uh, like he was the uh, Ellerson. I think was the defensive coordinator, or might have been the linebacker coach. I, I think college coaches back then were making like you had an eighty thousand dollar college. That was a big deal in like ninety four. Walked into the gym when he first got hired, and was like, "Gee, where are all these Mercedes?" And it was Damon Bibby, uh, just that whole group of guys. And they said, "Don't ever bring this up again." Like it was like you weren't allowed to talk about it. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.